Louise McSharry on 2FM. This Wednesday will mark the 10 year anniversary of the Ben Hafaf twins being separated surgically after they were born conjoined. Hassan and Hussein are now two bright and energetic 11 year olds who, with the aid of a small handheld camcorder, created a mini documentary called My Story Hassan and Hussein. Born Connected, which will air on RT2 and on the RT player tomorrow. Joining me now is their mom, Angie Ben Hafaf, to catch us up on the lads. Angie, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. Delighted to have you. Listen, I just want to ask you, how did the documentary all come about? Um, so last year when we were at home, I received a call from RT Documentaries to say that they would love if the boys would consider doing a little mini documentary. Um, just about their lives now. Yeah. And, you know, I put it to the boys to see what did they feel. So I think once they heard that they had control of a camcorder for a few <laughs> weeks <laughs> and, you know, that it was going to be a lot of their directing and their producing yes. and I really sold it to them, you know. Creative control. Um, yes. And <laughs> it, uh, it just went down a treat with them. And um, sure, the first thing out of their mouths was, oh, mum, you know, can we promote our YouTube channel? <laughs> oh, my God. I was just... <laughs> I was just about to ask you, so they're mad into filming for YouTube and TikTok already, aren't they? They are, yeah. Hassan told me yesterday he'd over 100,000 views on his new video. So, um, yeah, they're really into it and it's fabulous to see. You know, they're just typical 11-year-olds. Brilliant. And, uh, like, they, they're into sports and they're getting in trouble and they're doing all their bits and bobs. <laughs> so what, are the, what are they up to day to day? So I suppose um, pre-COVID, I suppose they were non-stop every week doing their sports. So they did everything from wheelchair basketball to athletics. They have dreams of becoming um, Paralympians in the future. And they're really, really good at their athletics. You know, they do discus and javelin and shot put. And they also learned to swim just before COVID, which was outstanding. And... You know, they love to wall climb. That's their hobby. A um, bit extreme. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that puts the wind up you a little bit. <laughs> totally. Times two, you know, so I'm on the nerve tablets for that. I'd say, I'd say so. And come here, since, since COVID, obviously the, things have changed so much over the last year. How are they kind of coping and how are you coping? Yeah, it has been. I, I think genuinely that it has been probably our toughest year since the boys were separated, for sure, mm. on a whole load of levels. But, um, you know, a lot of their um, appointments and procedures as well were cancelled in Great Ormond Street over oh, COVID. Right. Okay. And that's a huge worry. Of um, so we're due to go back there now in the summer, all going well. And, you know, Hassan is a very major surgery as well soon in Crumlin Hospital. Mm. So, you know... I suppose it's still non-stop for them. And, um, you know, despite COVID and all their sports being stopped, they just still got on with it. You know, they've never complained, nor did their sisters. And the boys will just find something else to climb or, you know, go off on their hand cycles or, you know, they just have a great can-do and will-do attitude. It's it's brilliant to hear because I thought, like... I know Louise talks about it a lot, you know, the the stress of kind of lockdown, particularly for kids as well, who have kind of lost a lot over the last year and are thrown into a sort of new reality where, you know, they can't see their friends and, they, you know, all yeah. this kind of thing. It's very, it's very difficult. So it's great to hear that the two lads are kind of stoic and sort of buzzing along. Yeah, they just really know. I think really um, in one sentence, and I'm sure a lot of mums will connect with this, 
once the boys have Wi-Fi, they don't care what's going on in the world. <laughs> That's like, I think you could add most of the adult population to that as well, to be, to be fair. Um, yeah. But you mentioned there, you just touched on it briefly. So the, the journey has been very long for you guys and it, it still is continuing. So they've had so many surgeries along the way and they have more planned in, in the future, don't they? Yeah, they like Hassan has a very big surgery coming up in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. And that would be quite a, a major surgery for him. So mm-hmm. I suppose at a younger age, you know, we could, you know, do our best, I suppose, to keep it to the last minute and, you know, bluff our way through the yeah. surgeries, you know. But he's 11 now and I suppose he knows what's ahead of him. And mm-hmm. that can be very tough on any little boy, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, so he knows what comes with the, the surgery is the long stay in hospital and the intensive care yeah. and, you know, the pain and stuff that follows all of that. Yeah. And I suppose it's tough as well because Hassan's usually first for all these surgeries and Hussein knows then that he's next. So he has and, the, anticip- or yeah. the apprehension of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the beautiful thing I see that Hassan does all the time since he was really young is every time he'd go for surgery and Hussein will innocently ask him, does it hurt? And yeah. he'll always protect his brother. Oh, he'll always gosh. only tell him the good stuff about the hospital, the wonderful nurses, the time with mom, the presence. You know, he'll never give him the reality, I suppose. He's still protecting Hussein the whole way. Uh, that, it, uh, that must just, like, that must just swell your heart, does it? When you, it when does. Because that sounds intuitive. He just, he, he wants, you know... He, he wants to, to protect him as much as possible. Yeah, it's it's amazing because my first sight of the boys um, when they were born in London back in December 2009 was Hassan's arm mm. as they were born conjoined was protectively wrapped around Hussein. Yes. That's how they came out. Oh, and to this day, it's just magical to see that they still have that connection. Oh, that's that's just, that's amazing. It really is. And it's also hilarious because Hassan <laughs> is insisting on telling Hussein that he's the older brother, because he was, oh, no, my head, I can never get around this one. Born conjoined, yet Hassan was born at 1021 and Hussein was 1022. So. Listen, when you're 11, yeah. you have to take, you have to take whatever you can get. That's, it's very important, that extra minute or whatever it is, or They'd extra couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah. Come here, like, Fabulous. like all mams, obviously, you want to just wrap them up in cotton wool, keep them safe. You know, does your, does your heart kind of go crossways every time they head out in their go-karts or they're throwing themselves off climbing <laughs> frames or they're up trees or anything like that? Well, you know, I was asked this recently, you know, because friends of mine think, you know, the, the boys, like, never do something kind of normal. They'll always do extreme sports, you know. <laughs> and my friends were saying to me, how in the name of God do you watch them? Yeah. And, you know, and it's times two, everything That's like, it's you know. It's double. That's what I was about to yeah. say to you. Yeah. Double trouble. But exactly. I suppose at the start of this journey, if those little boys were my first children, we'll say, I probably would have wrapped them up in cotton wool. Yeah. But I suppose from very early on, when the boys were only two and three and asking me, you know, could they go down the top of the hill on their little cars or, you know, and at top speed come towards everyone, you know, and everyone, you know, peeping through their fingers, you know. Oh. I suppose at the start of this, I've always let them be boys. Yeah. And I think it really and truly stood to them. Yeah, because I'd have done them no favours if I'd have wrapped them up in cotton wool and didn't let them, you know, go outside the door. I wouldn't have done them no favours. So I always told them, yeah, fearful now. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. So I always just tell them, you know, when they ask me, could they climb a 60 foot wall? I was like, 
Yeah, let's go for it. What's the worst can happen? You know, you fall, you get up again. It really is. Um, It's just, they're they're wild, the two of them. It's it's, it's it's brilliant. And they egg each other on. So it's just (laughs) mental, you know. So if one wants to climb up to 50 foot, the other will say, well, I'm going up, you know, 60 foot. It's a little bit of healthy competition. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. But their athletics coaches love that about them. I'd say say they do. That's competitive spirit. Great banter as well, you know. I'd say it does. One thing you said to my producer earlier was that the boys were chatting with a psychologist and she asked Mm. them if they had a magic wand would they change anything would they wish for two legs and they both said no that they loved their bodies and their lives as as their mom how did Mm. you react to that I tell you now even when you just repeated it there I just got you know shivers down my legs to be honest with you you know I suppose I have huge worries, you know, about the mm-hmm. boys having gone through over 50 surgeries. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy for anyone, no. you know, let alone little boys. Mm-hmm. So I had a psychologist check in with them there about a year and a half ago to just see how they were doing and, you know, how they felt about surgeries and everything else, you know, because I think it's so important just to keep in tune with their mental health as well, you know, not only the medical yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So um, she saw them both separately. Mm. and she came back to me and, you know, I I knew they wouldn't be big talkers now with the doctors (laughs) and stuff. And she came back to me and she said, um, you know, I'm going to tell you how it went. And I said, go ahead. And I was waiting. I was just waiting for something. So when she said, you know, she said, I asked them if I had a magic wand and if they could change anything or would they prefer two legs that they both individually at separate meetings said that they absolutely love the way they are, that they wouldn't change anything about themselves and that they love that they have one leg and yeah. a superhero prosthetic leg as well. So as a mum, that's all I needed to hear. That's a because yeah. That's once a they're happy, to you. yeah. Once they're happy and happy in themselves mm. and their bodies, yeah. It just meant everything to me, and I, I broke down. I'll be honest. I was just so overwhelmed, Not you know, surprised. yeah. Because it's all I needed to hear. Once they're happy, you know, that, that's that's just everything you want, really, as a mum. Angie, I'm so thrilled to talk to you um, today. Thanks a million for coming on with me and, and having a chat about the lads. My pleasure. Ed, we're just thrilled to see them so well and so happy. And my story, Hassan and Hussein, Boring Connected, is airing Monday, 5th of April, 12.50, uh, RTE 2, an RTE player. Angie ben thanks so much for talking to me today. Thank you. Louise McSharry on 2FM.